0: (laughs) Welcome! We are discussing Surviving Death on Netflix and I am Fern Ronay. I'm the host of Signs from the Other Side and also the author of Better in the Morning and Better Believe It. And I am joined by these three amazing women. I love them so much. And would you kindly introduce yourselves? We'll go clockwise. Debbie.
1: Hello, I'm Debbie Krzyzewski. I'm author of Soul Meets Body, Six Degrees of You. That's out now. You can find me on my website, which is debbiekrzewski.com. And social media tag is Debbie Cruz on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, anything. <laughs> Hi, ladies. I'm so happy to be
2: here, Fern. Thanks for putting this all together. I agree. These are amazing women, so I'm so thankful to be with you. I'm Diane Michael. I'm the author of After Mom, and I also have a community on Instagram called Universe Nudge, Um, and you can find After Mom on Amazon and follow on Instagram.
3: Awesome. Hi, you guys. I'm Sabrina Palazzo. I'm a mindset and energy coach. Um, I help women step into their power and into alignment through mindset and energy shifts. And I could talk about signs and spirituality and things like this all day. So (laughs) um, I'm just really excited to be here. Thank you guys so much. Okay, so... for the sake of full disclosure, for listeners and watchers,
0: I'm just gonna say, we recorded this three weeks ago and it did not record. And true to form, I'm having like a little bit of a panic attack, but I just wanna say something about the three, the you three women. I was so happy when we ended our discussion. I was just like, I love this energy. I love these people. And then I went from the highest high to the lowest low because it was the <laughs> recording to download. And I started having a panic, and then, just long story short, the three of you were like Fern, like, "Don't worry about it. We'll do it again." Like, you are the coolest people, the nicest people, absolute <laughs> angels <laughs> on earth. Thank you. And this time it's gonna be even better. So let's get right to it. <laughs> yeah, like we said last time, um, you know, this is six episodes on um it's called surviving death it's based on a book by uh leslie leslie kane um and what we loved about just this being out there is that it proves to the world that the four of us are not that weird (laughs) that people talk about these things signs and 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 dreams and reincarnation and this stuff is not that strange we're helping to normalize it and so are Mm -hmm. they so grateful to Netflix. Thank you. Um, and so it starts with episode one, which is near death experiences. And Diane, you have a friend who, this story is incredible, who you've known him for a long time. And you found out at one point that he had been hit by a car when he was 12 years old and had a near death experience. Yes. Yeah. That's incredible.
2: Yeah, you know, and it was interesting because he hadn't shared that with me for a period of time that it you know, I I certainly feel like I would be sharing that with everyone I meet. And right. I, I was like, Oh yeah, I've been to Evan. <laughs> so like, I, right. he, he was very private. And I feel like he is very private about it. Mm-hmm. But he we started getting into a really deep conversation one day at lunch and he, we read a restaurant where you have that paper down and you can draw it with crayons. And he's he had you know a multiple colors and he started drawing his experience of going up. He felt that his his soul was going up, and on the tunnel upwards, he said that he could understand every language. That he saw all the pain in the world and all of the happiness in the world. Like he got the he got both sides of it. He could, you know, kind of like um, that movie where the, um, the they know everything. Um, yeah, what movie is that with with the Bradley Cooper where he takes the pill and he he knows everything. He says, "I could write music, I could understand music." He just wow. he understood the makings of this world, and then he, when he got up there, um, he had a conversation with a godlike being it was just light and they had a conversation about his dad being back because his mother had passed when he was five and he had five siblings so okay. his dad was raising six kids on his own and he um, he spoke with this godlike being and they decided that it was not his time and so he went back but what's really cool I think signs are so beautiful and I think they happen so often and as he was drawing, there was no bread and oil or anything this oil kind of like type of material showed up in the form of a dove and i still have the picture like i i've wanted to print it and get an actual mm-hmm. picture of it and, and frame yeah. it long, but yeah it's so special and and he's the person who turned me into um i went to my first medium with him um, I went to, we have a place called Casadega here in Florida where it has the highest level of energy in the whole state. And so it's where a lot of mediums live and people go from, um, you know, all over the world to come and have readings and, um, you know, go to,
0: on orb tours. And so yeah. be there multiple times and-, and you weren't open to this stuff beforehand. Like there was a time when you were very close off to this. So I feel like you were meant to meet him and he was meant to tell you this to,
2: Okay. Yeah, I mean, I was always, I was always interested. I was never closed off, but he really opened that door for me. Yes. In fact, in the, in my book, I, I, in the back say that he's my angel. Cause I feel like mm-hmm. he's this spiritual guide for me. He's really, yeah. every time I talk to him about things, it, he has a deeper knowledge, Yeah, it's, you know, that I, that I don't possess. And I really feel that there's a part of that because he was, cause
0: he, he was, there. yeah, <laughs> yes. Wherever he went. Yeah. Yes. It changed him. It changed all the people, yeah. you know, like there's the story of Mary, Jose, and then Stephanie. And the story of Stephanie is that she now kind of feels other people's pain. Like she has like this gift that she doesn't know how to use it. And she's so pained by it, which hurts me. Like she, you know, she'll see someone and she'll have like, a, feel like they're going to have a heart attack. Like she knows what's going to happen. She has these premonitions. And I feel like she's been given a gift and she doesn't know how to hone it, how to how to manage it. And I feel like she should talk to a medium, which brings us to episodes two and three, which is about mediums. And I feel like that that would help her. I think it would help her manage it. So Sabrina, your aunt is a medium, which is so cool. And did she have did she
3: watch this series? She hasn't watched it yet. No. I keep like nudging her to. Um I think she's just like so. In it herself, that she. Yeah. Like, I don't need to, but I think, um, you know, one day soon, <laughs> hopefully.
0: Yeah. <she> <laughs> what would she tell? Like, I wonder, like, what would maybe your aunt or someone, how does your aunt manage her? Because this is a gift that someone you're given, and how does it's hard to manage, you know, sometimes it's always probably doesn't feel like
3: a gift, and I don't think
0: it feels like a gift for Stephanie in episode one.
3: Yeah, that's uh, that's such a huge thing for her, and it's actually something that um, she teaches me a lot, not that I'm a medium, but she just says if anyone is now starting to open themselves up, it's really important to learn how to manage it. And so for her, she went through a huge, like very long journey of figuring it out because there wasn't anyone in her immediate world that knew anything about this she actually felt very judged um Mm. so she's kind of in this by herself so it was pretty much a lifetime of her just figuring it out and so how she does it for herself and which is how i started to protect myself is just in my meditations i really for hers is a little bit longer than mine but i cover myself in white light Um, and I, she's very in touch with her guides and her team up there. And, um, she communicates with them saying, please protect me, cover me in white light. Um, and she has really become comfortable knowing like what energy is good for her and what isn't. And when it isn't, um, I don't really know specifically what she does when she encounters uh, like lower vibrational energy. Mm -hmm. But I just know that she she definitely has her wits about her more and has tools that help her. But it's tough. I definitely feel for Stephanie.
0: Yeah. She has to talk to a professional to to understand like what what she can do to. That's got to be such a burden to be, you know, just walking down the street and you have this premonition of someone's right you know, life or or what's going to happen. And I also felt for Mike, who mm-hmm. we've all been there where we've received the sign. Like, he got such a validation with the haircut. Mm-hmm. It was such a sign. And then you mm-hmm. kind of become like, you you want more of it. You want, you want another sign. I, I can understand why he feels that way. So he's going to medium after medium after medium. Mm-hmm. But I feel like all four of us could tell him, like, you don't need, like, it's wonderful to go to medium and, and there are great ones and the ones who really, like, know they're, what they've, you know, they've honed their skills, they honed their practice, but you don't have to do that. Like he, he's here, and he could, you can talk to him directly. So Debbie, you have a, an amazing story. Like a, it, I call it Debbie's hat story, and everyone can go to Debbie's website and read it. But it's, it's such an incredible sign. And and what would you tell him about about you, you don't how to connect without having to go to medium after medium?
1: Yeah, I get asked that a lot. I actually was talking with a friend of mine who owns a funeral home the other day. And he's like, he's still grieving over his father's loss. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he's like, I'm in this every day. And I get asked all the time. And I think we force signs and symbols and like, are like angry and like, I want to see this and Mm I don't want this. and, uh, And I think so much, you're not looking you're not paying attention, you're not relaxed, you're just looking too hard that it's like you're not seeing what's in front of you. And just relax. And, and you know, just put it out there like, Uncle Bob, I want to know, I want you to just show me your presence. And just it's out there, and let it be out there and let it come to you. Because there's so many signs and symbols that are all the time, you do, You have. You are probably like knocking into them. Like, <laughs> oh, there's Bob's sweatshirt. I don't want his sweatshirt. You know, it's like okay, right. Well, he's trying to t- get right. the- accepted. Yes. Yeah. So I, I think it's just sit back and listen and mm-hmm. relax because they will come. And mm-hmm. I always, I look at it like being at a surprise party when people pass away, where it's like. Oh my gosh, all you guys are here, like you know, you're you're trying to figure out where you are, what's going on, what's the party about. And then you want to touch all these people's lives as well. So, you know, if you're don't be upset if you didn't get the sign first or you didn't get it next. That person is probably trying to get in touch with you and you're like, okay, you're you're not feeling it. So I'm going to move on. But I'm you know, I think it's just yeah. trying to touch everybody at the same time. And they're trying to learn too hmm. who this new. World is what's their yeah. new role in in this soul?
4: Yeah.
1: So I, I I just strongly say just relax, think of things that connected you to that person, and you know you'll find them. Like my my friend Mary passed away a few years. I can't every day something, every day a something, and I'll be like frustrated about something, and I don't have a sweet tooth. She had a huge sweet tooth, loved chocolate. And all of a sudden I'm like, why do I have, why is my hand in this jar of chocolate? And I'm like, "Because Mary's trying to tell me. (laughs) She's hanging out with you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's things that you don't realize are right in your face. And she's just always sending me a something, you know, I love that. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's really beautiful. So just, I just urge to like relax and just really be paying attention to these little things that you don't, you don't realize. So. Well, yeah, I
2: watched so your great. Instagram Debbie and, and you like see hearts everywhere. Yes. Everything.
0: Yeah. And
1: I'm just like, oh, that's so
0: beautiful.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. It, I, like
0: every day yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I would make people crazy. And I have somebody that's like, no, 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 send me everything. I'm like, no, I would spend the whole day. I not <laughs> get to it. Because it's there's hearts are like what I, I see a lot of, but those are explainable to everybody. Everyone's yeah. like, oh, I get that. But if I could explain all the other signs and symbols that I get, it's it's just overwhelming, and it it's not uh, all of them are not explainable. So it, yeah, it's like yes, I could show that to people. And well, sometimes- we've gone to episode four, which is signs, which is my favorite episode. But
0: it's it, interesting what you're saying because that the author Leslie Kane said that she went to uh, a medium. She went to uh, Laurel and Jackson, who told her that her her brother would send her red balloons, and she's she was the type that like you know like we can make a meaning out of anything or you know like it's you you want it to be that and then she was focused went home was focusing on her brother 2 weeks later and w- was meditating on him and then woke up the next morning and there were red balloons caught in the tree outside it gives me chills caught in the tree outside her window what are the chances like you can tell me like whatever, that she's assigning a meaning to it. And I just, I always say signs are like falling in love. Like when you know, you know, like this mm. one is different. This is not just a coincidence. Like I feel this. So I, I also, I think for people who are new to this, they're probably confused in the sense that like, you're telling me to ask, and then forget it because it, for me it happens when I forget it when I'm not paying attention and then it'll blow me over I'm like oh my god like I wasn't meditating on this it just happens in my day-to-day life when I was thinking about other things so it's like do you meditate on it and it'll happen or do you for-
3: ask it and then forget about it and it'll happen
0: what's it been for you guys
3: yeah so um it's funny because I actually have a course on this on on signs um, it's called Seeking Signs. And I think when you're just starting out, like for, for me specifically, I meditate. Um, and I, I find that that helps me open my consciousness and that allows me to talk to my dad if I want to. And it's just like a deeper space and a deeper, a closer connection. So I think in my head, okay, the closer I am, then the better they'll hear. <laughs> the better right, they'll right. hear, but that's not necessarily true. You, We communicate through our thoughts. So, I think especially for someone just starting out, just finding like a place to sit and just be with yourself, even if it's for three minutes, and just send that thought out of what you want, whether it's specific or whether it's just to be wowed. Like that, that's kind of how I started. And now I, I meditate deeper. But um, I, it's just, it all has to do with thoughts and, yeah. and sending that energy out um, and not to overthink it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah,
1: I want to take I, the course. Yes, yes. <laughs> I want to learn how to do that kind of meditation because for mm-hmm. me it's like, but to yeah. really like sit with it and and have it in that moment. I mean, that's that's something I would love to learn from you. So
3: oh, I would love to teach you. Yeah,
1: you I
0: just, you med- message me. <laughs> and I And I think a lot of people are like this, like the thought of it is a little daunting. Like, I don't wanna just sit there. I already have a million thoughts running through my head. Like, how do I wanna learn how to sweep them out? But, like, sitting there makes it worse. But I think people also confuse, you know, meditating can be gardening, anything that slows your breathing and slows your your thinking. Like, it could be gardening, it could be crossword puzzles, right? Like, it could be anything like that. So, yeah, I think that's really helpful. Do you meditate, Diane? I do, yes,
2: yes. I don't think I'd
0: be able to function if I didn't. Yeah, yes. <laughs> how did you get into it?
2: Um, you know, a, a mentor. When I was twenty-six, one of one of my first mentors just really got me into the secret and mm-hmm. what the bleep do we know and. You know, really, just digesting what we have in us, and you know, you were you were talking about, you know, we all have this ability to touch and and reach reach our loved ones, and um and so yeah, I, I, I fortunately just had a a great human in my life that that encouraged me to do it, and then it's just really snowballed from there, and fortunately, it has i mean helped me tremendously in so many different areas of life and and mm-hmm. sometimes it is very challenging to sit there and you have your mind just going a million miles a minute or a song won't get out of my head and i'm like ah like i just want peace you know i just want <laughs> time but um you know but that's okay too that's that's the accepting of that and then and then washing it away like you know clouds just continuing to move and um you know it, whether it's a 5 minute or you know i have friends that they, they meditate for hours and I have not done that. Mm-hmm. I, I, the I Most I've ever done is 45 minutes, but mm-hmm. I would love to do longer. I just mm-hmm. haven't really put myself in that space, but yeah, I mean, I think that you do open, um, like Sabrina was saying, that you do have that opportunity to open that consciousness up and to see what comes about. And um, no matter what, it's just so healthy for us. You know, yeah. Just, like, the breathing yeah. and the, and you know, lowering oh, the rate right. and exactly.
0: uh, giving time exactly. for ourselves. Yeah, exactly. I took one of your workshops, Sabrina, and I can say you're an incredible teacher. And I can say this whole journey that you've been on, is so inspiring and I think, I don't know if you knew you were such a teacher, like I think you discovered like, cause I remember talking, I remember when you were on my podcast, I was like, are you a teacher? Like, is that what you do for like your senior? And you're like, no. And I'm like, but you're such a good teacher. Oh, so yes, it's true. It, it, and it's beautiful to see you sharing this gift. This episode, um, we talked about this last time, Courtney and Steven, particularly, were it was, they lost their son Elijah in horrific, horrific, tragic, freak accident and only a year before this was taped, which is like yesterday Mm -hmm. and watching them suffer and be so desperate for signs was very hard to see. I'm glad that she eventually smelled him. She got that sign and he, I don't think he realized that he was meditating but he took a moment at work one day and just thought of Elijah. And then he saw, he closed his eyes. He thought of him, he saw a door he saw him. He felt nothing but love. And I don't know if he knows that that's what he was doing and that that's how he can reach him. But I was happy for them in that sense. But they, they still were looking for something else. They were looking for that sign that is so Elijah. Like he loved science and, he, you know, he had a very distinct personality and they want that sign that that's so him. So, what would you tell them? Like, Debbie, it's funny because you were saying like you get so many signs, and and sometimes people say like I want it to be specific in a way that like is this person, but like maybe on their journey of souls, and you mentioned that book, Sabrina. I think last time did you mention? Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. That they're learning this new that, that this is new to them too, and maybe like this, the energy they're giving out can only come this certain way. So like, accept it. <laughs> it <laughs> you want, but it's the sign you're getting. So yeah. it's yeah. fair. <laughs> right.
4: Yeah, what? I
1: you know the first time I ever got a smell, which was so like wow, was from my uh, my uncle that passed away, and he's sort of the person that I really realized that we were still speaking when he passed away and we had a conversation right before he died. And he, he's like, I know, you know, and I'm like, I can't even look at you. He's like, I know, you know, and I'm like, I know know he he was passing. Yeah. He knew he was, he he had the flu. Like it was like, and it was the summer. So it was like, what's wrong. He ended up having a stroke. And I think he had the choice to, to fight it or not. And you know, he chose, whatever it was he chose. he's a conversation.
0: Like he, like if someone has the flu, you would think like, all right, you're going to get better. I mean, I know people die from the flu, but yeah. to say like, you know that he said to you, like, you know, I'm going to pass.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't, my mom's like, here's a bag of groceries. Just, he lived up the street. He's like, she's like, just go there. And I'm like, no, like I could be there in less than a minute. And it took me like an hour to walk up there. Cause I knew, I knew it. And I knew that was the last day I was going to see him. And he's like, I know, you know, and I'm like, just don't even look at me. And he made me all these promises and he followed through on every single one. And my another uncle. Who they were all best friends. Um, he would, he was like not a wasn't a believer for a long time, you know, not faithful. He'd be like, All right, this is crazy. And he'd pull me aside. He's like, but Wendy <laughs> came to me and told me, I have to tell you this. And it was like, he's like, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: What were the promises that the uncle made? Like like as he as he was, has he had
1: the flu, he said, I'm gonna do this, this, and this. Yeah. So he brought well, my- a in car. He was- He was going to buy me a car, and um, my dad took his car when he passed away. But it was going to be mine. Um, I ended up getting in a a car accident and totaled the car. So my dad's like, "Everybody gets a car," so we all got brand new cars. So
0: So he's like, "That was for me," even though like, like you couldn't you couldn't have predicted how it was going
1: to. Right. We were able to sell the car. And then we had a car crash, and then it was just kind of worked out where it was like, all right, well, the guy was like worked at a deal. So all three of us got new cars. They we weren't <laughs> all brand shiny new, but I mean, they were nice cars. So that was what. And then he promised me he was going to pick out the man that I was that I'm going to marry. And um, there was this thing that happened. Um. Where my uncle, that you know, would tell me all these signs and symbols, he's also passed away. And they play jokes on me like all day. And like, (laughs) like, I know you have all this time on your hands. (laughs) This is fun. (laughs) (laughs) But like,
4: wow.
0: So he was, so like you're standing there with the groceries and he's like, I know you know. And he's like, new car. I know who your husband is. I'm going to make it all okay.
1: That's me. That is yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there's there's signs that I get, uh, you know, like certain men that I'm like, is it him? Is it him? Is it him? Right. Like, oh, now you're quiet. Now you're quiet. Okay. Right. right. <laughs> but one day I was in the shower and I realized, like, they were playing a joke on me with with um a guy that was in my life at that time. And I'm like, wait, because he said, my, this gentleman said something to me and it was something my uncle would say. And I'm like, why would you say that? I like, oh no, like let me alone. And I'm in the shower and I'm like, you guys are playing a joke on me. And whenever I would catch my uncle when I was little playing a joke on me, he'd be like, hi, and like both of them would be like, hi. And sketched in the um, grout in my shower, it says hi. Ugh. and
0: have never noticed it before,
1: right? Never noticed it before, never. And there's also a cross in it too, so we can go on a field trip if you'd like. Yes, we will. are all in
0: different states, we're going to everybody. Do a, yeah. a field trip. <laughs> on a field trip. Yeah. So, so do you ever? So I, I did tell to him too to personal, one, so. but if if my uncle had said that, I would be every guy. I would be like,
1: is this <laughs> like is this. Yeah, I mean, like you know. I think you know. Yeah. Because I think you know when it's the right person and when it's not the right person, and the person you're like, I'm really going to try to make this work. Yeah. Um, but I, there was guys where I'm like, there was one guy that he broke up with me. He's like, You don't like me. And I, you're trying so hard, but you're green every time you see me. <laughs> <laughs> was grow up, I'd be like, Really want to give this a college try, but. <laughs> That's There's absolutely- nothing wrong with him. He was a he was a very nice. He was a nice guy. He was good looking. There were, there was absolutely nothing wrong with him. I, it just wasn't him.
0: Yeah, of course. And you yeah.
1: learned something from everyone. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's kind of you know we're you know not easy to be like yeah not you sorry. Right. <laughs> but um, yeah. Wow. So I mean, I I yeah. They're they're sending me stuff all the time. I love it. <laughs>
0: um, speaking of you know, sending stuff. So like the next episode is called seeing dead people. And I feel like, you know, if there's, there's signs and then there's dreams, like they can, they can send you signs and then they can send you messages through. I think when you, I think when you go to sleep at night, you speak with your, you can be on another plane you can speak with your loved ones who've passed you can speak with whoever's on the other side that you need to speak to and when you wake up in the morning there's a reason it it, things might seem you might have a different perspective as you go through the day you might have like a gut feeling about something it's coming from somewhere that's what i believe i believe that we're able to communicate on another plane when we're on another plane and the seeing dead people episode was my second favorite because i felt like it's another way of, of communicating and I I just love that that well specifically Dr. Christopher Kerr said um, when he sees this happening with patients it's not because they're in a medical delirium which is fear-based they're experiencing love and insight and it's a completely different experience for the patient so Diane I remember you saying that your mom's best friend passed before she passed yes and your dad mentioned that she was talking to her, right? Yes, 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 yes. So fortunately for me, my mom
2: knew the week that she was dying. And a lot of people don't get that with the tragic moments of death. But so um, she certainly was talking to her grandmother and to her best friend. So they were in the room. They, they were in, they were, it was big room and, um, and she was sitting up and, and having full on conversations with them. Um, you know, she she certainly was on a lot of medication because we didn't want her in pain. Um, but it it was as real as real can be.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And she had said to me the week prior that she was going to stop eating because she went to um, you know take the take the spoon and, and and take cereal to her mouth and she hit her chin. And Mm -hmm. she said, that's just not, this is not quality for me anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm ready to go see. And she was very much a a God loving woman, but she says, I'm ready to go see Valerie and I'm ready to see my grandmother. So she, so she had already talked about the two people that she had had in heaven so I think that that was interesting too. You know, he, you know she's like I'm ready to see them and then they were the ones to come and get her. And then my father actually goes to a medium quite frequently now. He didn't he, at first. He was very upset with me for, for doing that and thought that my mom would be disappointed in me and I'm like no, that's not how it works. But he spoke to her and asked her who was in the room and she said it was Valerie and and her grandmother and um, you know, and just, he asked her about the experience and she said it was very positive. And so, yeah, I mean, it's, I, I saw it, I, I, and it's interesting because it, it, for me, it was a sense, I was nine, I was 19, I was almost 20, but there, there was a, a sense of uncomfortableness in a way, because I was watching her have this interaction and she was in such bliss and so happy and for me, I was like, I think it was more uncomfortable just because I was, I knew I was losing her,
4: mm-hmm.
2: you know. But, um, but it it was beautiful, and fortunately, yes. I had that beautiful experience, and I know that she was in a loving space and yes. got to witness it, you know. And I feel really blessed in that respect.
0: I was going to ask, were the convers what were the conversations? And you said that she was so happy, um, and well, wish.
2: she did a lot of. The, there wasn't like full conversations. It was more like one off sentences and a lot of giggling and a lot of giggling. Um she, yeah. kept, going, she kept going like this. And so she was driving with them mm-hmm. and she was I'm like, What are you doing right now? And she's like, I'm driving. I'm she was, you know, making the rearview mirror like she was adjusting oh, yeah. it. And she just started giggling and she says, There's so many beautiful people here. Oh my goodness, there's oh, so many no. beautiful people here. Yeah. It, just, I, I'd have to go back into my journal and, and
4: yeah,
2: I probably should. But there, you know, there was just a lot of one off sentences
3: that she was uh, very happy. Very I just got full body. Yeah. That just moved me. Yeah, I love
0: hearing mm-hmm. there's so many beautiful people here. I, you there's so many think, beautiful like, people
3: here. She yeah. goes, oh,
0: and then she giggle. And then... <laughs> like we always think they're not at our wedding, but they think you don't. How many people have you lost? We're all here having a party. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, like, yeah. right. Wow, and I, I loved you know in this episode too how the doctor. You know, sometimes we're scientists, we're professionals, we they're kind of like just think they know what they know. But then there are people with experience like the nurse. So he right. he had been helping patients who he said, you know, this one patient, he's looking pretty good. Like, I think he's going to be okay. And the nurse, like, without even thinking about it, she said, no, he's starting to talk to his mother who passed. And he was like, what? And she said, I've been doing this a long time. Like the nurse knew, like, when it comes to that, it's near the end. Like they come to, they come and get you when you're yeah. ready, which is such a, Beautiful and comforting thing. Mm-hmm. I love that. And then the last episode was reincarnation, which I'm just gonna say, Debbie. <laughs> but how was your baptism? Because <laughs> I know you're.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So it was, it was great. <laughs> I you used to say to me when we were younger that like, were your parents like, what are you talking about? Like, there's so, because so in this episode there was Ryan and there was James. There was Ryan who was remembering being Marty the Hollywood agent half dancer and there was James who was experiencing someone else who was also named James who had been shot down in World War II was a pilot and they had such different experiences and one was was so comfortable James met his sister and and Marty was or Ryan was was not as comfortable with it it was such different experiences and I don't think it was the parents who because both parents seemed pretty supportive but Maybe the one was like, I think we mentioned last time, like maybe pushing it more, which would have which would have been me. I would be like, yeah. you're Marty, don't meet your daughter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was so into it and maybe like, you know, he wasn't as comfortable, but were your parents, what, what did you used to say when you were a kid and how did they
1: react? I was I was thinking about this this morning. I'm like, I know she's going to ask that. <laughs> and I'm like, God, it was the seventies. You didn't question <laughs> like, right. Up, you know, like yeah, right, right. <laughs> to watch Sesame Street or something. Right? It was just like what you know, like like they probably thought you got it from somewhere. Like they maybe, guess. yeah, like maybe watching TV or. um I don't think I was as graphic and detailed. I think I just said like like insinuating things that you know, like why would you say you know, mm. where it might have just been a, so fast in a thought that it like you know just passed over them. But, um, no, it was never like a sit down, like, okay, we need to have a chat. Like, yeah, I, I, it, I don't think it was as like, just loud and obnoxious as it felt inside. Oh, wow. And it like- so watching that episode again, I watched it again this morning. And um, that Ryan is the one that was uncomfortable. Yes. And I was like, okay, you know what, now it's bringing back a lot of memories of and I still sometimes do this, where you you're you're in somebody else's skin, and you feel invisible because you're like nobody can see me. Like, how do you not see me? You see something else, so wow. kind of just don't feel like you're in this skin. And I felt like that a lot when I was younger, of like, oh, yeah. this isn't really happening to me. This is happening to her. You oh. know. Like, body that I'm in. And wow. and it was just like, you know, there was a lot of things that happened to me when I was younger. And um, I think it's all part of my journey. And I'm not going to like go into detail of it. But, you know, I was tortured a lot um, in by spirits or whatever you want to call. It right. in my, yeah. And I think that's also just part of my journey and, and you know how I have these gifts. And that was unexplainable. And that was hard to to talk about. So I think a lot of it, I just learned how to be somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know? And um, obviously, and this is what you have. So
0: you felt like you were like somebody who was being Debbie. Like you were somebody else in
1: Debbie's. I was like literally like cocktail cigarette like. <laughs> this is good shit. I'm like I'm not. All <laughs> <today>. <laughs> You know. <laughs> yes, yes, literally, yes. that is my head, and I'm like, "Oh, just humor these people. They're cute. Like they're not." Nice. <laughs> and, and I just did it. And I like later on in life, like maybe seven, eight years ago, I forgot because I forgot. I got hypnotized because there was just mm. all these insane things were happening to me, and it—it's it, little things. It was little, little tiny things of like you know, you trip and fall, but then you trip and fall. You know, it was just little things that just piled and piled and piled and piled and and it was eating me like, and I was depressed and I was, Mm -hmm. I just didn't, I didn't understand that it was a spiritual experience. I thought it was just the little physical things in life and it wasn't, it was all spiritual and spirit coming to me Mm -hmm. and I didn't understand it. So I got hypnotized and I can't really remember a huge chunk of time, but I also, there's a lot of that from childhood and all of that experience that, I really have to go deep to find it. And I really don't want to. So,
0: mm, yeah. You yeah. have to do it when you're comfortable. Did you say anything during your, like, what did the hypnotist tell you you said when you were hypnotized? Anything?
1: Um, you know, I was aware. Yeah. You know, it was very, very, it was very therapeutic. And um, the, I don't know, maybe it wasn't like necessarily called a hip, hypnosis, but it was like a lot of re- repetition, getting into a meditative state. And it was a lot of just giving forgiveness, Mm. like anything you could that was coming in your memory. Like, I forgive you for this. I forgive this situation. I forgive this. And just like let it be loose. Um, But it's interesting because um, like about three years ago, somebody showed me a picture of somebody that, you know, was not in my life in that moment, but somebody that was very like, how would you forget this person? And I'm like, I have no idea in the world who that is. Like, I cannot, I don't even know. And like, my friend was like, Are you serious? There's something wrong with you, like right now.
0: <laughs> <But I'm> like, <laughs> so, Oh, I thought you were going to say that this was, you, you were shown a picture of someone you never met and you were like, I know this person. But it was the opposite. It's like someone you like, right. let's say, like went to high school with. Like, of course you know him and you're like, I have no idea who this is. Yeah. And the
1: high school. Yeah.
0: And I don't want to get that because I would like to forget
1: something. <laughs> <laughs> do <laughs> Yeah, we exactly. should make trading cards. Like you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. But I do have past Yeah, I do have connections where I'm like, I know, I've known you forever. Like, I, yeah. I mean, there is a lot of people like that in my in my world. But you do you you travel in the same circles. You travel in.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, there's no coincidences that we're all sitting here together.
0: Yeah, maybe we're all sisters in a past life. Yeah.
1: I know we talk like every day.
4: Hey, yeah.
0: hey, I, I think it's so. Our poor dad. God bless <laughs> <laughs> the man wherever he is. He
4: is poor dad. <laughs> I love
0: it. Yeah, I feel like, well, I did something similar last year. I had, um, it wasn't a hypnosis, but I did kind of, and it wasn't even a past life regression, but it was kind of this just meditative state with someone who guided me. And we, kind of cut off like my ancestors my whatever baggage I was carrying of theirs it was like I was like on a mountain and they were I was tethered to them and I cut the tether in love like Mm -hmm. I love you I forgive you but I'm this is now my journey on my own and you can come with me if you want but I'm not tethered to you and it was very helpful Mm -hmm. Um, I love stuff like this but I would love to do like a I mean I'm going to take the course I want to meditate I want to do hypnosis I want to do every, like you know I'm, I'm open to all of this obviously yeah. um, but I do think there's something in there's some past life something that I'm still working on releasing wow. I feel like a lot of spiritual people feel that though
3: yeah do you guys feel that too yeah I feel that way I it's so funny this is This is new to me, this feeling, but it's just this nagging feeling that I know it's not a part of my experience now. I just just have this like, it's just like this inner knowing that there's like, there's just something and it's almost like a cloud, but I don't know if it's like a dark cloud or not. But I just, I have felt this like, (laughs) I mean, I immediately reacted. I was like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But it's really hard to explain. I just know. Know that it's not a part of my life experience in this lifetime. I just have this like deep inner knowing that there's something else that eventually I'm gonna get closer to finding out. Yes, and it's not gonna yeah. be. Um, yeah, it's like a nagging.
0: Yes, exactly. Well, yeah. You feel that, Diane? Mm. I don't.
4: You're so lucky. A <laughs> <envious>.
0: That's great. I'm <laughs> little envious. I want to feel that, even though it's.
4: Easy. <laughs> well, that's you know, I mean.
2: I, I've gone to a medium, and they have given me um, descriptions of, of who I previously was. This is really funny, really quick. My, um, and I was with Joey, who's who's the one that had the afterlife experience. And it was the first
0: time that- his name is Joe, and I'm wearing his necklace. Oh. <laughs> Because you know, today I was like, "Please be with me. Please let this record. Please let oh, ah. no, I need you today." So I wore it today, and his name is Joe. It says, I didn't know your friend's name was Joey. Yeah, Aww.
2: Joey. So he t- so he takes me to the first medium, and she told me that I was um, uh, in Greece, and um, she was you know just telling me different experiences of a past life when I was in Greece, and I came out. He's a hairdresser, and so he says. Um, oh, that's amazing. Two days later, he messages me with a Greek, like, cut, like, black bangs, like, short. I'm and
4: sure.
2: goes, come in today. We're going to make you look like a Greek goddess. <laughs> <laughs> like blonde
4: hair and cut it to here and, like, <laughs> like <a black laughs> Greek look for, like, a year. I and love gonna, it. Oh, my gosh. What are you doing?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I oh, think we're going to
2: embrace that life. We're going to embrace your past life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: What's, What's so interesting about you, Diane, is that, like, so you lost your mom very, very young, and you went through a very long period of time where you didn't speak about any of this, right? Right, right, and right. Then, and then you had a, if you could describe your, your, because it's fascinating, like, I, I feel like I have Sabrina on the left, who you had this experience very quick like time doesn't matter you're Mm -hmm. you were brought here very quickly less than a year since you lost your dad and been on this journey yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. and then for you for you diane it was a very different journey right but but if you could describe it yeah
2: you know um i think and it's interesting because i've had a Conversations with a a certain fella. (laughs) Um, He um, has really brought up a lot of questions about about that, and Mm -hmm. you know, I said that um, you know, my my mom. I had ten years of her dying, so I think there was a little bit of the preparation and the. The I'm, a, I'm ready for her to go was mm. definitely there mm. and then I started, just real quick I started my, uh, she died on Friday and on Monday was the first day that I started working at the American Cancer Society so I went to work in a black suit and went to the viewing, took Tuesday off, came back on Wednesday and then had a real job, like you know I had to fight cancer and, and raise millions of dollars with the help of a lot of volunteers, but I went from that drama into very quickly after that I got deployed. I was in the army. So I ended up over in Kuwait and Iraq. And so that was drama. And then I and it was just, it felt like, and I actually, again, I just didn't really know this until recently that I kind of was jumping from drama to drama. So the time that I didn't give myself to heal properly and to address what was going on, wasn't there. And every time, and I think subconsciously, I knew that. And so I didn't have her pictures around the house. And I didn't have, you know, I didn't bring her up in conversation. And I, you know, I didn't, I I, I wanted to not deal with it, because I had so much I was dealing with. Mm -hmm. So after 18 years of getting to a place where I was very grounded if you will and and comfortable and, and and peaceful that i decided that i know that i'm not in a healthy place because i haven't dealt with this passing for all this time and so that's when i really started to go okay what can i do here started bringing the pictures out started talking to her again started talking about her yeah. You know, and then that's kind of, that's how After Mom was written. And that whole time during that uh, experience of writing that book, she was with me. Mm-hmm. I mean, she told me After Mom in my dreams. Like, I woke up and this, the the titles that I had were ridiculous. It was like, they were like two sentences long. And it's like, <laughs> I just wanted to. I, I just kept going, this isn't right. This doesn't feel right. And then, you know, she came to me in a dream, and I woke up in the middle of the night and I'm like, after mom, that's so perfect. It's I've, so seen, I've seen <laughs> so many afters. Like, I just saw something on Netflix. It was like, After Life. And my next book is After Love. And oh. I saw the motherless. I hope Elderman wrote After Grief. And so it's like, mm-hmm. it's so simple. It's just like, after two, you know, so yes. I'm, I, that was from her, you know, and she yes. was. She was with me the entire time and kind of guided me in the words because I never even realized how selfish I was being through my grief. I mean, grief, I feel, is love. And I and I think we're all entitled to our own experiences. But I never put myself in her shoes to understand mm-hmm. what she was going through. And so she, I feel like, was with me and opened this door up to see what she experienced because you know, she died at 46 years old. So she was 36 when she was diagnosed. Wow. wow. So, you know, imagine that kind of life for a woman who has two kids and is in love with her husband. So, you know, just to, you know, I was able to kind of open that window and mm. see a little bit of her mm. love and experiences, which I was always very closed off to. Like, mm-hmm. it was, right? It was too much.
0: Right. You know, yeah, of course. Yeah. Everyone I, has I, their own path and their own journey and their own time. Right. Time doesn't exist. It can happen any way.
2: Yeah, I'm glad it happened the way it did because, um, yeah, I just feel like I feel like the timing was perfect. I don't think I would have been able to write a book if I don't know. I, yeah, you know, I, feel yeah. Like, I feel like the timing was really um, just beautiful, and I've been able to giggle about it. And the time that I didn't experience the the healing. Mm-hmm it's like it never even existed. Hmm. I guess it's like falling in love, right? Like that the day that you fall in love and then you forget about all the time that you weren't with that person. You know, it's just that one day that changes everything. But I mm-hmm. um, I definitely feel healed. But it took, a, it took a long time. And I also love that for people that communicate through Universe Nudge or through After Mom is, you know, they're like, when is it going to get better? And I'm like, I'll tell you. I'll tell you when I get there kind mm-hmm. of thing.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: But at the same time, it's like, it doesn't take, there is no definition of how quickly you're going to heal or how, you know, and so I, I like being an example of 18 years later, you know, I'm able to share my story and
0: help others and then help myself through that. Right. Right. (laughs) Sabrina, do you think your aunt helped you like be able to process. So it sounds like she's, she sounds amazing. And it sounds she's like amazing. A relationship with her. It's very sweet. And I feel like there's, she was meant to. Yeah. Know.
3: Yeah, no, definitely. I, I think about this a lot. Um, how I really don't know where I would be right now in terms of my relationship with my grief, if it weren't for her. Mm-hmm. Um, I it was her coming to me to tell me that he had a message for me that really kickstarted my journey with meditation and everything that I did to open myself up to signs was just to open myself up to signs. It wasn't for my own healing. I was just so desperate to connect with my dad the way she was connecting with him and it worked double time to heal myself through meditation Mm -hmm. journaling through energy work but i was doing that all with the intent to connect with him Mm -hmm. and i it was just like a great a great big door opening that she opened the door for me Mm -hmm. Yes, Um, and i Beautiful. You know, it's. I'm just very grateful, but she she's amazing. I think I might bring her on to my Instagram for like a live or. Okay, something I would love it. Yeah,
4: that would be great. She's
3: just like she's a very. I go. I I went to visit her and in, in her house. She just got a new house and she has like all the books that I want to read and like a bookshelf, mm-hmm. like all these different like tarot cards and she <laughs> just like loves just life and it's she's Aww. a very free spirit but I'm, I'm very grateful for her because I really don't know where yeah. grief would be or if yeah. I'm
0: sitting here yeah. with you
3: and things like that.
0: Yeah yes isn't it amazing we can keep talking forever and
3: I have to cut us off <laughs> uh,
0: so, so if you have any last any last thoughts or we'll go clockwise again any last thoughts and then where everyone can find you we'll start with Debbie.
1: Uh, I'm so grateful for this redoing this this is amazing and connecting with all of you and everybody has a wonderful talent so I just want to say that and please Mm -hmm. take the time to learn about everybody and and there's there's so much to there's so many avenues to connect with afterlife and with spirit and be open to it just be really open and, and see what resonates with you and um I'm mostly signs and symbols but I do a lot of writing to base off of my experiences with spirit and again you can find me on my website at debbie also debbie Cruz.com all my handles are at Debbie Cruz perfect
2: and I echo that um, my cheeks are like hurting yeah. a little I well, Just been smiling so much with you, beautiful women. And, you know, I've just from the last one to this one, I've, I've loved our inter exchanges and I love how we're just so blessed in the time of age that we're in to be able to connect. And I think that that's an important thing to impress upon people or to implore people to join a community and, you know, follow podcasts and buy books from people like us and, um, you know, support one another and promote one another because, Um, you know, we all have a little bit of uh, a connection that that also is expanded upon based on our own experiences. And Mm -hmm. um, I just think it's a beautiful thing. And I don't believe in coincidences. And so I'm just thankful again. And it's, uh, you can find me at Universe Nudge on Instagram and Aftermom on Amazon or Barnes and Noble.
3: I love that. Oh, that's so good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I feel everything um, times 10 too. I just feel like Every Yeah, I don't believe in coincidences. I think everything happens for a reason, specifically our last time doing this and mercury retrograde and our technology issues. um, You know, we made certain actions after that. And that has led some of us on certain journeys. So I think that... You know, it's just—it's just its just really its really interesting to see how the universe works. So yeah. I'm just really grateful to be here. But um, you can find me at my Instagram, which is self with SABS S A B S, or selfhealingwithsabs.com, and um, yeah, and mindset, energy, and science—I just love it all. <laughs>
0: I, I cannot thank you guys enough. Please, everyone, follow all three of them. Buy all their books. Buy their courses. They are the. <laughs> Nicest, most wonderful people. I cannot thank you enough. I'm just so grateful for you guys, and I'm so grateful that we did this. And there is something that I don't know if listeners and people watching have caught on, but there's something we're giggling about. And maybe we'll do another episode. (laughs) We'll reveal exactly what that is. I hope we do. Um, In the meantime, follow us all so you don't miss it. And thank you again. So much. And as soon as this is over, I will send you three a message saying it recorded. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thanks for so coordinating um, this, Bern. Of
4: course. Amazing. Of course. I think we awesome. were
0: all meant to connect, and I know we're going to. Um, continue this connection oh definitely awesome yeah, yeah. we're okay.
3: long friends now
0: yes <laughs> totally absolutely and thank you all for listening you can find me Fern Renee, everywhere on all social media and my website and thank you love you guys, Bye, Bye. guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.